0: Good morning Woolwich Community Church um, and Latimer Church from West London, we welcome you here today with us uh, our online service, Tanya and Steve who are leading um, over there at Latimer and your congregation, you're more than welcome. So today we are going to be speaking about the beautiful word of God. In our church uh, since the beginning of the year we believe the Lord has really made it clear to us to homing on the word of God and its importance and how crucial it is to live um, by the word of God. So I'm just going to pray before I share the message. So if you could join your faith with me, I'd really appreciate that so that we can really decide, you know, and make that decision to receive from the spirit of God today um, as we, you know, to partake of the life of God together as the body of Christ. So Father, we we just thank you for another day in your world. We thank you for your presence. Holy Spirit, we give you access, we give you permission to have your way in our hearts, in our minds right now. We want to know more about you. We want to know more about our God, our precious Jesus. We wanna serve you, Lord, how you deserve to be served with honour and passion, Lord, and authority. So we're asking you, we're asking you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that your will will be done today, and that everyone that's hearing this message will go away having been fed by your spirit to your glory in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. So I want to share with us uh, really the simplicity of the gospel. And I was thinking about, well, what is is the gospel? The gospel is, it's the good news. And the good news is the word of God. And Jesus became flesh. And he dwelt among us and became a living, walking example. He became a man and he took on flesh to show us that he can sympathise with us, that he understands what it's like um, to be human. And then he went to the cross for our sins. He died for us, he paid the penalty, and then God raised him from the dead by the spirit of the living God. And then the spirit of God was given to each and every person on the earth that would then accept Jesus. So Jesus started to be multiplied in the hearts of believers, no longer in a temple like in the old covenant. Now he, he dwells in us as temples. So he's given us his living word to live by, and it's by the power of the Holy Spirit that we can do that. So I'm just going to look at some of the scriptures uh, throughout the word of God, various scriptures, uh, and that I just felt that it's really imperative that we we look at the simplicity of the gospel, but that we also realise the power of the gospel, the good news uh, that's been sent to us. So our first scripture we're going to look at is in Psalms 118 and verse 24. It's a very, very common scripture. It says, this is the day that the Lord has made we will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, it's a good thing for us to be alive today, that we can rejoice and that God woke us up today, that we are in a day that he is the one that's created it. This is the day that God created. This isn't the day that anyone else created. God created it, and he is a good and loving father. So the fact that we're breathing, the fact that we're in this day, It just shows there's purpose. It just shows that there's hope. No matter what we find ourselves in, circumstance we find ourselves in, we can look to the word of God and trust in the word of God. So this is the day that our God has made. So we can rejoice. We can be glad in it because it was made by our God and it was made for us to enjoy. Our next scripture we're going to look at is in Matthew 24 and verse 35. Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will never pass away. I'm gonna go straight on to John 6, 63. The spirit gives life, the flesh counts for nothing. Jesus said, the words I speak, I have spoken to you. They are full of spirit and life. The Bible is the most current, up-to-date source of life on the face of the earth. The Bible is where we get our sustenance. The Bible is where we get our spiritual life from. We know this story, many of us, of Adam and Eve in the garden and Adam and Eve, they sinned against God uh, and the Bible says that they died, but they carried on living. Is that a contradiction? Is, it, is there something wrong there? No, they died spiritually. Their spiritual life was no longer in existence. They started to live out of their soul, out of their understanding, out of their opinions. They no longer lived out of spirit to spirit with God and then Jesus come and he turned all of that around and he came and he took upon himself um, the sins of the world, your sin, my sin, so that we could have a spiritual life. We've got a spiritual life now and that spiritual life, we must feed it with the word of God. So our next scripture we're going to look at is in 1 John 3 and verse 18. The one who does what is sinful is of the devil because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. So Jesus came to impart life to us. So it doesn't matter what colour we are, it doesn't matter what gender we are, it doesn't matter what our hair looks like, it doesn't matter what our body shape is. Jesus came into this world to give us life and to destroy the works of evil in and around our lives. That's why he was made manifest. That's why Jesus came and he's given us his word that we can depend on it, that we can rely on it, that we can go through the journey of life, not on our own. We're not orphans, we're not without God, we're not without help, he's given us his spirit. So as we journey through this life and as we face challenges, family problem problems, As we may face situations in our finances, we may feel that we need to change and we can't change, but we need to go to God uh, to get healing, uh, to be set free. We might have areas of pain in our life. We might be doing quite well. Um, We might um, have so many obstacles facing us because we want to get on the road to education. Whatever you're facing in life, whatever your journey is taking you, wherever it's taking you, you're not alone the Holy Spirit is with you and he wants you to depend on him. He wants you to rely on him and he wants us to have a hunger and a passion for the word of God, to put it first place every single day of our lives. I really would encourage you, take time to put the word first place in your life. The next scripture that we're going to look at is Luke 12 and verses 4 to 7. I tell you my friends, Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, and after that can do no more. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after your body has been killed, has authority to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered, Don't be afraid, you are worth more than many sparrows. Now, the reason that I want to share that scripture with you is because when I read it, I was thinking about how privileged we are to know God. And sometimes we forget to honour, we forget to value that privilege. God is awesome, God is omnipotent, God is the creator of our lives, he's the creator of all mankind, and we have the privilege to know him. And as Christians, we should honour that and we should value that and we should respect that, that God has allowed us to know him and that we can call him Father. Jesus said when he was telling his disciples about the model prayer that we find in Matthew 6, he said, this is how you should pray. Pray our Father, not our God, not a God that's distant and far off and away from you, but pray our Father, that he he has become our Father and that his love for us is something that will change our lives if we allow it to, if we embrace the goodness of God by the good news of the gospel of Christ Jesus. The word of God is the good news to our lives. It's the good news that changes us, transforms us. But it's also the good news that we can take to other people, that we can say to other people, listen, there's a God that loves you. There's a God that wants you to come and be part of his family. There is a true living God that is actively working to know you and that you would come and be part of the kingdom of god so the next scripture we're going to read is in hebrews 13 and verse 5 it says let us conduct be without con- sorry let us be without covetousness be content with such things as we have for he himself has said he would never leave us and he would never forsake us God is a holy God. He said that we can be content in our life. Let our life be content because he has said he'd never leave us. He will never forsake us. If we live by these promises, if we live by the word of God, we'll find that we don't have to live as an anxious person. We don't have to live without authority. We don't have to live feeling that we haven't got support from God. God said, be content with ever, Whatever's in your life at the moment, you can be content with it because God has promised that he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. A lot of us feel fearful sometimes. We feel anxious, but God has said he hasn't given us a spirit of fear. Let's read that scripture. It is in 2 Timothy 1 and verse 7. And Again, it's it's a scripture that a lot of us know, but I just want to break it down a little bit more to us. So 2 Timothy 1 and verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I shared that, this scripture recently with um, a group of us that were partaking of um, some lessons on the Holy Spirit. And I was sharing that the Lord showed me a picture of this scripture. And he showed me three children in a, in a, in a um, school setting and they was in um, the playgrounds and they were surrounded um, by one, one boy and they started to bully this boy. Because when you see three children against one, we naturally will say, well, that, that's bullying. Sometimes when fear comes against your life and anxiety and pressure, it's bullying us. It feels like our lives are just um, gonna go downhill. It causes us mental, mental health problems. It causes us anxiety because we're constantly being bullied and, and bombarded by these anxious thoughts. But God said, I am not, not the one that's given you that spirit of fear. So when you're feeling fear, number one, you know it wasn't from God. It isn't from God. When you're afraid, it doesn't come from God. And in answer to those fears that you have and those challenges that you have when you're anxious, God has said, OK, you're feeling fear. So I have something to combat that. I'm going to give you a spirit of love, the spirit of power and a spirit of sound mind. I'm going to give you three in exchange for one. So the next time you're feeling anxious, the next time you're feeling fearful, start bullying the fear. Start using the word of God to bully what comes against you. We live in a world that there is so much darkness, there is so much evil. But God has said we are light and he is the father of light. And he gives us his word so that we can trust in his word. So I just want to encourage you that you don't have to live in anxiety. You don't have to live in fear. God has given us weapons, and these weapons we must use in order to combat um, our lives and to come against what comes against us. No longer should we just um, roll over and say, "Yeah, I'm just terrified. There's nothing I can do about it." There is something you can do about it. You can use the Word of God, and you can bully that which is sent to bully you. Hallelujah. Our next scripture we're going to read is James one and verse twenty-two. It says. But don't just listen to God's Word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. Are you willing to be more than just an enthusiastic spectator? What do I mean by that? The Word of God says that we shouldn't just be hearers of the Word, but we should be doers of the Word, not just to hear it and think, yeah, that's great, that's a great message, that's really encouraged me, and then go away and you don't do what you hear. The Bible says you're fooling yourself if you're that type of person. God wants us to live a life that is pleasing to him and we need faith to do that because it says without faith, the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please him. So we need faith to please God. And somebody was asking me some questions today and um, I was texting them and I wrote a text back and I'm gonna read you that text that I wrote back. And when I when I reread it, I thought, this is the word of God speaking to us and showing us through a text message that God has the answer to our um, problems that we face. I wrote down in the text, you cannot move fully into what God has for you whilst you're still holding onto what the devil has for you. Whatever you're holding onto from your old life, it's time to let it go and give it over to the living God, because it's always for your good. So we can never fully walk in what God wants us to walk in when we're still holding on to things, when we're still holding on to um, the old way of living, when we're still holding on to what we know is not good for us. We can't have the both, both of those things. God wants us to lay down those things that are really hindering our lives that we should lay them aside. Those things that hinder us, those things that cause us to look back all the time. God wants us to go forward. No one drives a car looking in the rear mirror. We have to go forward. We have to be looking forward. And the Lord wants us not to be so earthly minded also. We, We are eternal beings and God is an eternal, invisible, immortal, beautiful God. And he wants us to understand that we must keep our eyes up on God. We must keep our eyes up on the things that are going to be lasting forever and ever and ever. I want to read another scripture from Deuteronomy 30 and verse 9. It says, This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live long. This hasn't changed since the garden. It hasn't changed. God said to Adam, he said to Eve, you can eat of every tree in this garden, but do not eat off of the tree of knowledge, of the knowledge of evil, good and evil. Only eat off of the tree of life. And they they rebelled against that and they sinned against God. And then they were cut off from God spiritually. Now, God still is saying the same thing to us. I put before you every day, Life and death. Choose life. The way we choose life is we look at the book of life. We look into the perfect law of life, which is the word of God. We trust in God for our lives. We go to his word and we say, Lord, speak to me. Give me direction. I don't know what to do in my situation, Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm really challenged. I feel out of my depth. What do I do? And God says, go to my word. Hearken to the voice of my word. Go to the Psalms, go to the Proverbs, go to the um, epistles, go to the Old Testament, the New Testament, and look, and I will speak to you. Many times people say that they they can't hear the Word of God, they can't hear the voice of God, that they never hear the voice of God. Jesus said Himself in John's Gospel, in John 10, He said that His sheep hear His voice, and a stranger they will not follow. Jesus himself said that you do hear his voice. So you don't ever have to doubt ever again that you don't hear the voice of the Lord. Jesus is always speaking to his people. He is the great shepherd of the sheep and he sent his spirit into our hearts, into our lives so that we would be able to communicate directly with him. The Holy Spirit has been sent on the earth so that we could know that we belong to God and that we could have a guide. The Holy Spirit is our guide. The Holy Spirit is our intercessor. He's our standby, he's our comforter. Some of us need comfort because we've lost so many people in our lives and we are going through a lot of grief. Call on the comforter, ask the comforter to help you. Some people have lost their jobs in this season. Some people have lost their homes. Some people have lost security. The Comforter is there to comfort you. Call on the Holy Spirit to comfort you. Some of us, we need him as an advocate. We need him to advocate for us because we are in situations where no one's speaking up for us. There's so much injustice going on and we we don't know what to do. We need to turn to the Comforter and say, we need not just your comfort, but we need you to advocate for us, Holy Spirit. He's our standby. What does that mean? He's there to stand by our side, to go alongside in life with us, to journey through this life with us. And he wants to have a deeper relationship with you. He is the spirit of truth. He's the truth-giving spirit. Where there's lies, he wants to bring truth. Where there's deception, he wants to bring truth. If you're facing a situation and you're not quite sure what's going on, you're feeling, are people telling me the truth? say to the Holy Spirit, you are the spirit of truth. You have been sent to lead and guide me into all truth. I need your truth. So it's it's very, very crucial. It's very important that as Christians, that we rely on the word of God more than we rely on our own opinions, more than we rely on the opinions of others. Um, recently, I bought a, um, oh sorry, I, I received a gift of a Uh, The translation of um, the Bible called the Passion Translation. And it has just been amazing the way it opens up the word of God. It opens it up with passion. It is a real, really passionate way of expressing God. And I've been reading it and um, it's full of just great expressions of, of the Lord. And I was reading in the Proverbs when it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean to your understanding. And that's talking about Don't lean to your own opinions. Don't lean to someone else's opinions to then allow it to steer you in your life. Lean to God's opinions. Look to God for his perspective. No matter what you're facing, God is there to let you see and to let you understand that his word is reliable, that he is faithful, that he is truth. He is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. That Jesus come, so that he could have a relationship with you through the power of his spirit. And I just want to encourage you today, and I want to thank you for joining us, but I want to encourage you today to look to God for everything that you need in this life. It doesn't matter what you're facing. There's nothing that has come into your life or will ever come into your life that God hasn't got a solution for, that God hasn't got an answer for. So it's a day of freedom. It's a day of encouragement. This is the day that the Lord has made. We can rejoice. We can be glad in today. The simplicity of the good news of the gospel should be taken into our heart. Daily, we should realise it's good news that I'm awake today. It's good news that I'm breathing. It's very good news that you're hearing what you're hearing now through these words that I'm sharing. It's very good news that you have breath in your lungs. It's very good news that you're able to hear words of life. Jesus said the words he speaks, they're spirit and they are life. They go into our lives and they bring life. Wherever there's death, they bring life. Wherever there is obstacles, wherever there is barriers, The word of God can smash those barriers down and he can make any hurdle um, just come to nothing because of his word. His word is living. His word is active. His word is alive. And as Christians, we need to stand on the word of God. We need to take it with us wherever we go. In our hearts, we shouldn't be foolish like the scripture I read earlier. We shouldn't just be hearers of the word and not doers, because we're foolish. We're foolish if we we are not doing it. We have to be people that actually hear it. We have to be people that run with it. We have to be people that do what we hear. And we can only do that with power and authority, with the work and the help of the Holy Spirit. So I'm just going to pray for us now that we would receive the engrafted word of God with truth, and with authority, and that we will not allow anything in this world, no voice, to be louder than the voice of the Word of God, which comes to us through the written Word, it comes to us through the Scriptures, it comes to us through um, when we hear the Word of God being preached, it comes to us through the power of the Holy Spirit. Put the Word of God first place in your life. Take the Gospel at its simple state and, and just take it as, as your life, take it as your word, feed on it and your life will be changed daily in Jesus' name. So Father, we thank you for the gospel of Christ Jesus. We thank you for the word of God that we can trust him and Lord, we receive it into our hearts and we've received the fullness of it into our lives, that it can change us and that we can go away and change others in Jesus' name. If you're listening and you've never accepted Jesus into your heart, that you've never become a Christian, I want to invite you today to open up your heart to become a Christian. What does that mean to become a Christian? It means that God is inviting you now into the family of God, is inviting you to have a new life, to have your sins washed away, and to come into his family. If you want to do that, if you want a new life, if you want to say, yeah, I want to become a Christian, I want to know God, I want to have him as my father, then say this prayer. Dear Jesus, I give you my life. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that in my heart. I am ready to turn away from sin and I believe you paid the price for my sin. Please forgive me and accept me into your family. I believe that God raised you from the dead on the third day and that you rose from the dead in victory over sin and over death. Here is my life. Please make something of it. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer and you mean it, on our website, please look. You'll find um, our details. You can... um, contact us uh, and we will get to you and we will give you any information um, that you need. Thank you for joining us today and we bless you. Um, Have a beautiful um, day and for the rest of the week, the rest of the month and the rest of the year, we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. You may have been a Christian for a long time or you may be exploring the possibilities of a relationship with God. Wherever you are in your journey of life, please feel free to contact us at Woolwich Community Church if you would like any further information on today's message. We will be happy to talk with you, pray with you and help you in any way we can. Please see the information below in our bio on how to get in touch with us. Have a blessed week and God bless.